0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is May 28th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1153 through 1160 today. And we will continue our section on the liturgy. This part is, uh, we're going to talk about words and actions, singing, and holy images. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Words and Actions. A sacramental celebration is a meeting of God's children with their Father, in Christ and the Holy Spirit. This meeting takes the form of a dialogue, through actions and words. Admittedly, the symbolic actions are already a language, but the Word of God and the response of faith have to accompany and give life to them, so that the seed of the kingdom can bear its fruit in good soil. The liturgical actions signify what the Word of God expresses, both His free initiative and His people's response of faith. The liturgy of the Word is an integral part of sacramental celebrations. To nourish the faith of believers, the signs which accompany the Word of God should be emphasized. The Book of the Word, a lectionary, or a Book of the Gospels, its veneration, procession, incense, candles, the place of its proclamation, lectern or ambo, its audible and intelligible reading, the minister's homily, which extends its proclamation, and the responses of the assembly, acclamations, meditation, psalms, litanies, and profession of faith. The liturgical word and action are inseparable, both insofar as they are signs and instruction, and in so far as they accomplish what they signify. When the Holy Spirit awakens faith, he not only gives an understanding of the Word of God, but through the sacraments also makes present the wonders of God which it proclaims. The Spirit makes present and communicates the Father's work, fulfilled by the beloved Son. Singing and music, the musical tradition of the universal Church, is a treasure of inestimable value greater even that than that of any other art. The main reason for this preeminence is that, as a combination of sacred music and words, it forms a necessary or integral part of solemn liturgy. The composition and singing of inspired psalms, often accompanied by musical instruments, were already closely linked to the liturgical celebrations of the Old Covenant. The Church continues and develops this tradition, Address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart. He who sings, prays twice. Song and music fulfill their function as signs in a manner all the more significant when they are more closely connected with the liturgical action. According to three principal criteria, beauty expressive of prayer, the unanimous participation of the assembly at the designated moments, and the solemn character of the celebration. In this way, they participate in the purpose of the liturgical words and actions, the glory of God and the sanctification of the faithful. How I wept deeply moved by your hymns, songs, and the voices that echoed through your church! What emotion I experienced in them! Those sounds flowed into my ears, distilling the truth in my heart. A feeling of devotion surged within me, and tears streamed down my face, tears that did me good. The harmony of signs, song, music, words, and actions is all the more expressive and fruitful when expressed in the cultural richness of the people of God who celebrate Hence, religious singing by the faithful is to be intelligently fostered, so that in devotions and sacred exercises, as well as in liturgical services, in conformity with the Church's norms, the voices of the faithful may be heard. But the texts intended to be sung must always be in conformity with Catholic doctrine. Indeed, they should be drawn chiefly from the sacred Scripture and from liturgical sources. Holy Images The sacred image, the liturgical icon, principally represents Christ. It cannot represent the invisible and incomprehensible God, but the incarnation of the Son of God has ushered in a new economy of images. Previously God, who has neither a body nor a face, absolutely could not be represented by an image but now that he has made himself visible in the flesh and has lived with men i can make an image of what i have seen of god and contemplate the glory of the lord his face unveiled christian iconography expresses in images the same gospel message that that scripture communicates by words image and word illuminate each other we declare that we preserve intact all the written and unwritten traditions of the Church, which have been entrusted to us. One of these traditions consists in the proclamation of representational artwork, which accords with the history of the preaching of the Gospel, for it confirms that the incarnation of the Word of God was real and not imaginary, and to our benefit as well, for realities that illustrate each other undoubtedly reflect each other's meaning ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at Catechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.